You're listening to episode number 382 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Hey, friend. Hey, guys. Oh, it's been forever. I missed you last week. It, it, I know. I know. I We didn't record last week. And then I think the week before that, um, Karen, I think you were. I think you, that was the week you were uh, out of town, right? So it's actually so. been yeah. three weeks since yeah. we last chatted. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh my God. We got a lot to report, too. I can't believe Yeah, that you do. Yeah, like you do, which is why before. we probably shouldn't uh, make too much small talk. Although I do, if, if, you will, uh, if you will humor me with this, Mark, Always. I do want to tease out uh, for Patreon uh, members, subscribers. I'm going to be, since we're rolling into Thanksgiving and uh, in Christmas, mm-hmm. and you're going to be spending a lot of time with your in-laws. If you're like me, you're probably going to want lots and lots of cocktails to get through. So uh, <laughs> every week, every single week from now until um, New Year's, Year's Eve or the week that has New Year's Eve in it, uh, I'm going to be doing themed Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year cocktails nice. uh, Ooh, every fun. week. And then, then I'm going to take a little uh, uh, sabbatical, a little hiatus starting in January. Uh, not for very long, but just enough to kind of um, uh, uh, detox a little. Y- yes, yes. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm doing dry January per se, but uh, uh, yeah. So if you aren't a member of Patreon and you want some great uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve cocktail uh, videos, uh, make sure to subscribe so because there i've got some really fun drinks planned and when my wife is excited about these uh cocktails that i'm making i promise you <laughs> you guys will not be disappointed that's awesome oh, i can't wait so let's start the show he's mark she's karen i'm tony and as always we start with random vegas giant tall slot machines generate 23 percent more revenue than the regular kind per gaming professional we got that from vital vegas that doesn't surprise me. They're big and shiny. They draw right. people in. Yeah, I mean, it, that's really what a slot is, is is a shiny noisemaker. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense. Look at all the lights ma- and yeah, the sounds, and there's so much yeah. going on. It makes that's sense, why but I they're, that they're even more disappointing when you hit the button and it spins and absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> this big, my big failure right on the big screen. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's awesome. Next up is the twit pick of the week. Never has the metaphor through the looking glass been more appropriately applied to a, to Vegas than it is in this week's winner, brought to you by at Fox 5 Vegas. In addition to the massive amounts of only Vegas experiences, it also has many things that you can find elsewhere. 
but here they're slightly askew with some special Vegas magic. Case in point, Monomiga B and their outdoor dining overlooking the strip and featuring an epic spot to view the fountains of Bellagio. Whatever it is, it's more special in Vegas, including the reflection of a neon sign in a puddle. What? That's not I'm confused. what I'm seeing. What? So scroll. Okay, so first off, Tony, so scroll down. Uh, the, like, take the picture and scroll, and you'll see the neon sign is reflected in the puddle on the ground. What threw me off in the, in the write-up of this was when you talk about Monomiga B and the view of the fountains, because I'm like, I am not looking at the view of the fountains. No, no, you're not. You're looking at, that's why I said everything is more special in Vegas. Like, Monomiga B is available everywhere, but it's more special in Vegas. And even oh. a puddle, a reflection in a puddle is more, more special in Vegas. Yeah, it took me a minute, because I, 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 I read it to Tony, and then I looked at the picture, and I went, that's not it. And then as I scrolled down, and I saw the reflection of the neon lights, I was like, don't, don't okay, judge my inspiration. No, we're not judging. I was trying to, <laughs> no, no. I was trying to help you. I, I, thought you I thought you linked to the wrong photo is the only reason that's, why I uh, That's what I thought it. initially, too. But then once he gets to the end, he ties it all up in a nice pretty bow at the end of the monologue. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's that, honey? All right. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Well, the fun part is now everyone's going to have to go and look at it to be like, what What did these jackasses Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That is cool, though. I, I am a sucker for... Uh, Picture, Vegas, pictures that you select of Vegas after there's been rain or there's some amount of water and you're able to get that, that right. reflection. I, it doesn't I, happen very often. No. But when it does, too. it's awesome. It, it is pretty cool. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, first up, let's talk about new win leadership. CEO for win, Matt Maddox, announced this week that he will be stepping down from that position January 31st. The move was clarified as voluntary, which usually means it isn't. <laughs> He'll be best known as the guy who took over after Steve Wynn was accused of sexual misconduct, as well as canceling expansion projects at Wynn and the creation of Wynn West. Maddox will remain on the company's board of directors. Wynn's new CEO will be Craig Billings, who is the CEO of Wynn Interactive. So anybody who's played the, the Wynn slot game to get comp rooms, that's that's what that guy's been heading up. Which is a lot of people, according to folks on Twitter. True, true. Yeah. I've heard it's yeah. it's real difficult to use now. Like, you can't... Get, basically, like... Um, Everybody got a crap load for it at the beginning, and all of a sudden... They're right. Like, nope. it's, it's like... Uh, well, uh, My Vegas, the way they made you. all the comps, like... Yes, My Vegas at the beginning. You had to stay, or you had to... Comp rooms. Yeah. And, right. And now, none of that stuff. Now, it's just coupons. They're like, oh, shit, people aren't buying as much <laughs> coin right. to play this yeah. as we thought they would. Exactly. <laughs> people are actually using the free shit that we're giving them. Right. <laughs> Who knew people would apply themselves so much <laughs> to get something free? <laughs> well, and, and even on the, the article that I read, so, I mean, you make the comment that he's going to stay on the board. The article I read, he's only going to stay on the board till the end of the year. No, I wouldn't be surprised. So it's not like this is, I mean, this is definitely a... It sounds yeah, like he on. might be making the transition to Macau. Like he'll, he'll head up uh, Macau operations or something like that. Why would you go from CEO of all of wind to just heading up operations? I don't know. I mean, I think that's probably his golden parachute. Right. Like y- you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So why don't you go to Macau? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a demotion. I mean. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Until somebody uh, else scoops him up, you know, all these casino execs move around. So. Right. I know. We'll see. And in that regard, I mean, you talk about Vegas being a, a small 
city where everybody knows everybody, it, it also becomes quite incestuous in that manner. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> you have no idea. Right. I've, I figured out um, in my new role as I'm looking to hire people that pretty much if they've worked in any kind of hospitality industry, even in like accounting hospitality, they all know each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I've had... One of my employees may or may not be a little bit more of a challenging personality. Um, <laughs> and I've had candidates decline to be interviewed because they know that person is working there. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, that's a problem. Right. So, Damn. It, it is a small town. It's a very small wow. town. <laughs> Damn. Uh, listen, I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I can appreciate I can be a bit of a prick. Most of it is for show. <laughs> Hopefully nobody takes me terribly seriously, but I would certainly hate to be the reason why somebody never wanted to take a job <laughs> because they're like, oh, wait, that Tony Snyder fellow. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with you. Um, I, I just think that this individual has a very uh, strong personality and, and they believe that they are the smartest person in the room and nobody else can do what they do. Oh, and yeah, this, this is somebody that I inherited. So that's a, that's a personality that I have to manage but they are very smart i'm not gonna i'm not gonna disagree with that and they they do know what they're doing mm-hmm. they just tend to tell everybody else how stupid they are right oh is, classy oh yeah all right well tell me about the best places to live recent research by money.co.uk ranks las vegas as the 10th best city to relocate to along with places like tokyo la and miami i gotta call bullshit on la yeah. yeah. Uh, for for the, and this is why not not because I'm shitting on LA. It's factors used to determine this included average temperature, average home price per square meter, average monthly salary, cost of living, number of restaurants, number of green spaces, internet speed, and life expectancy. And we all know that LA tops several of those. Well, as far as being like the the price per square meter uh, is going to be high, but so is the salary. I mean, the cost of living is high as well. So, I mean, I think there might be proportionately those may balance out. I don't know that I necessarily agree with them. Yeah. Um, Topping the list was Austin, Texas. Austin. Really? I thought that too. I have nothing to say on that. I will move (laughs) on. (laughs) I do find it interesting though, that if like the cities that they're talking about, you know, just Tokyo, LA, and Miami. There's more. Than those that. are There's big. Things. I know, but those are big cities, and right. for for Vegas to be, you know, up as at number ten, that says a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think uh, Dubai was on there. There was a couple that I was like, "Wow, really?" Although uh, the average temp probably hurt us a little bit. If uh, most people, <laughs> unlike you, Mark, would not find an average temp of a hundred plus appealing. <laughs> Um, but Dubai is not it's good for, cold uh, it's either. It's good for so. older folks. It's good for the joints. Good for the joints. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, there are more pedestrian bridges coming. Las Vegas City Council approved a contract to fund preliminary designs of a pedestrian bridge crossing Las Vegas Boulevard and Sahara intersection. The final design is expected to be complete in late 2022 with bids by contractors expected in 2023. Initial projections for the project put the cost at, to build at $27.5 million. The intersection has a reported average of 69,000 vehicles pass through the intersection daily. You got to check out, I got to recommend people check out the, the, uh, the renderings, the link, because the renderings are yeah, cool. They, they really are. Yeah. Um, it's not like the like a pedestrian like the like the pedestrian walkways they have in Vegas where it's the escalator. Right. I mean, on the strip. It reminds the me of the one bridge that they had in Chicago by the uh, by the, the bean. 
I don't remember, no. to be honest. But yeah, it's almost like a circular. Like once you get up to it, it's almost like a circular mm. walkway yeah. that goes over it. Mm. Um, I, a couple things. Number one, I hate driving through that intersection. And I don't think the pedestrians are the problem. Mm. But I can see where that intersection would scare off a lot of pedestrians. Yeah. So I think having... Because again, the number of cars that go through there is, is crazy. Um, the other thing that I find funny is that they have initial projections on how much this is going to cost to build when they don't have any bids in for it yet. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, all that, basically, by putting that out there, they're telling anyone that wants to bid going, all right, this is what we're willing to pay. <laughs> right, right. Better get, better make it close to this number, you know. <laughs> this is as high as you can go, otherwise right. we're not going to consider you. <laughs> that's right. All right, that's going to do it for news. Why don't we move into prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, a man died last week after falling from the Plaza Hotel. Foul play is not suspected. The situation appears to be suicide. I didn't know that Plaza had any sort of place where someone could do something like that. I mean, they don't have openable windows. What what I thought I saw was that they got out of like a fire escape door or something. Oh, so they got on the roof like yeah. they shouldn't have been. Yeah, that's that was my understanding. Huh. But otherwise, yeah, it's that's a. That took some effort. Right. I mean, it seems like this happened before, too. Somebody recently died, but they, like, oh, off the stratosphere. And they, right. they specifically, like, went past all of the security blockades and stuff Check designed points, to yeah. keep people in. And you can't anticipate. Like, you can put those checks in there, but you can't anticipate somebody who has their mind set on doing something like that. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, horrible. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Oh, I'm actually glad I have this one because I have thoughts. Blake Shelton <laughs> is bringing his old red restaurant to the Bally's Grand Bazaar, taking over the spot previously occupied by a Starbucks. The project is, is, is expected to cost $30 million and will open in 2023. You're skipping over a lot of the details on this thing. Okay. They, I saw the renderings for this. It's four stories tall. How's that going to fit in the Grand Bazaar? So, so the rendering I saw literally has a four-story building. You know where the marquee is? And it's kind of like, like that roped-off area now they won't let anybody into? Oh, That's right. where they're putting it. Up front? Yes, right up front. Right literally, because it was literally right next to the pedestrian walkway. Huh. It was a four-story building. The top two floors are supposed to be a two-story concert space. And then they have a, um, a rooftop garden. Like this thing is massive. It's like mm. it's like twenty seven thousand square feet or something. It's huge. Yeah, this could barely keep my attention. I think Blake Sheldon's gross. <laughs> well, I I don't dis. I, I, but this is I think the fifth or sixth one of these that he's opened. Right. So he's got a concept that he's tested out, which I give him credit for that. You know, they're not Actually, just trying fair, something. It's not, it's not him that's gross. It's it's the way Gwen Stefani threw herself like she was a teenager on The Voice. Oh, stop! It was gross. Just get a room and fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, looking at the renderings and, and the designs for this thing, it's going to change the way that corner looks. Like, yeah. I don't know where the like the marquee is going to have to come down or move or something. From, yeah. That's what I mean. And at least from where the rendering that I saw. So it's not just that it's taking over the Starbucks space. It's a four story building. Hmm. That's crazy. I have no opinion on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. The high roller is no longer the world's tallest observation wheel. That distinction now belongs to Dubai. We knew this day was coming. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they're going to do like, didn't they used to do it like at Cedar Point, like when one of the roller coasters was the tallest or fastest, like they have a, a little plaque that says it was the tallest from this year to this year. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> hmm. Travis Scott canceled, or was dropped, depending on the source, from performing at the Day in Vegas Festival at the Las Vegas Events Ground located across the street from Sahara after the Houston performance in which eight people died due to surging crowds. Post Malone was tapped to replace Scott at the festival. Yeah, that number is now 10. It's up to 10? It's up yeah. to 10, yeah. I mean, I heard that there was a ninth one. I didn't hear there was a 10th one. I just saw the 10th one the other day. And the day. ninth one was like a kid, yeah. like an eight yeah. or nine-year-old kid. Like, it was just... Uh, That's a bummer. And uh, but and I, I don't want to blame Travis Scott, but we go to concerts where people do dangerous shit, you know, yeah. in, in the middle. And it's... Like the artists are aware of what's going on. Right. Like if it's getting out of hand, because Corn and Lincoln Park, there's lots of people that have stopped concerts yes. and been like, "Hold on, everyone, relax, take a few steps back." You right. know, we got some trouble here. Well, and that's I, I, what I love recently um, is because, from what I understanding, Travis Scott's reps has said he wasn't aware of what was going on. Right. And which I don't know how you couldn't be when you have people climbing up the, the lighting scaffold to try to get people's attention to point out folks that are getting hurt. But whatever. Yeah. And what I love that's been circulating, though, are clips of other artists at big concerts. So the one specifically that I know that I've seen are Linkin Park and Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. where they literally stop the show. Stop the show yeah. Like Dave Grohl has kicked people out of his show before for oh, fighting. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and he like specifically points him out. He's like, hey, you, you look at me, calls him out with a shirt that he's wearing. Yeah, and everything Jonathan else. Davis has done that before yeah. where he specifically points out yep. somebody like going, beat that motherfucker's ass right there. Or that. get him out. Just get him out. You know, yeah. it's like you don't you don't come here and do this at my shows. Right. Um, and so which I appreciate because I, I do think that artists and it's in their defense, sometimes they can only see the crowd when the lights are, you know, from the stage going out. So they might not see it, but but that's why you've got your people out there. Your people should be going, Oh fuck, this is happening. Somebody has to tell him. Yeah. And there is, I will say there is sometimes a very fine line, especially in a mosh pit type environment Mm -hmm. of when something is people moshing versus when it becomes a problem. People surging. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've uh, last couple concerts we've seen we've been to I've seen people in the the mosh pit just chucking full beers. Yeah, I like saw over that. That, like, was, that you, was fucked up. What are you up. doing? Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't like that. That was at T-Mobile. It was just ridiculous. Well, it was at T-Mobile and it was also at um, the amphitheater that that we were at out in Irvine. It oh, was out there right. too. I forgot about that. They were that. doing it there as well. Yeah. So it, it just which I don't understand why people do that, but I'm guessing they're already it's drunk the and they're not thinking about it. It's the same problem with mosh pits. You have certain assholes that don't kind of follow the unwritten rules like don't hurt each other you know <laughs> yeah. right it's but i will say this i do think that the folks in day at uh was it day in vegas day in vegas um i actually got an upgrade because i know way more songs by post malone than i do by travis right. <laughs> <laughs> so. it's being reported that the concert promoter aeg is no longer requiring proof of vaccination to attend a show at the theater at virgin Masks, however, are still required until further notice. Yeah, that's... That's not what happens. So we'll, uh, the last yeah. few shows, because we've been to quite a few recently, which I think we're... Up, I don't know if we're going to talk about that. As, I think we will talk about it. Um, basically, y- you get to your, you have your mask on, you get into the venue, you get to your seat. As soon as the lights go down and the show starts, all of the yeah, masks, the masks come off. are gone. And they don't come back on. I think it's I think it's just a crowd mentality. Like you know what? Fuck you. you right. know, like do something. Oh well, no. And security goes walking by. Yeah, thousands of right. us. They do don't something. say anything. They don't say a word. So you know, and some people still have them on, but for the most part, they come off. Yeah. 
At Las Vegas Locally, it was reporting that some high-limit rooms on the Strip are no longer enforcing the mask mandates for big players. Uh, let me break the news to you. They're not enforcing it on anybody. <laughs> when dealers complain they're being told to mind their business and deal. Yeah, it's. Wow. I, I can say that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, I can. I can say firsthand uh, that, and I'm not encouraging this, although I am participating in it. I heard you were. Yeah, ma- <laughs> uh, no one's enforcing this mask thing anymore. Like, you remember how bad it used to be? Like, you had to, you know, you had to take a drink and then immediately cover up or, or whatever it was. It, like, you had to be actively doing something, eating or drinking or smoking, to to be able to take it down. Then you had to immediately place it. Well, people are walking all over the place without masks on at all not even just yeah. pulled down to the chin just, just not, not at all and nobody's saying anything right. I mean sitting down at fucking blackjack tables nobody's saying anything well and I told you uh, well I don't think I told you well I told you I'm talking about on the show but um, I had to, to travel for work two weeks ago which is why I wasn't here mm-hmm. um, but even in the airport I was surprised the number of people in the airport that either didn't have a mask on or had it down like over their chin yeah. and nobody was saying anything. It's, it just, it seems it wasn't, like it wasn't until we got on the plane. When we got on the plane to leave, uh-huh. the pilot came on as people were still boarding and said, all right, folks, it looks like we're already having an issue with masks. We're not the mask police. It's the rule. You have to put it on. If you don't want to abide by that, you have 30 seconds to get off my plane. <laughs> that to me seemed pretty straightforward. Yeah, I guess. But other than that, no, I, I've noticed that as well. Even like in the, the office at work. So our office is on a floor with a, a, a heart doctor, surgeon, whatever. So there's all these masks on saying medical office on this floor, mask required. But people just aren't even wearing them anymore. Yeah. They're just it, walking it, through the buildings without them on. It, it feels like... People are just, they're sick and tired of this. They don't want to hear it anymore. People don't want to enforce it anymore. And it really is just kind of like, do something. Because we're not, <laughs> right. we're not, we're not abiding by this anymore. This has gone on too long. Hmm. That's fascinating. Um, when, when we were out back in uh, September for, for my buddy's um, bachelor party, we were at least, uh, I say we, we were rather happy that it seemed like when we were sitting at the video poker bars themselves the bartenders didn't really care nobody really cared that you had Mm -hmm. if you took your mask off and just left off they they weren't because and you guys know this right we hung out together there were times where they're like no you got to pull your mask down take your drink and put your mask back up right this time around they were at least very cool with if you were sitting at the video poker bar and you were actively drinking they were comfortable with it now it sounds like it's even it's even more more relaxed um, yeah. liberal on 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 the not wearing the mask which is right. yep. uh, I, I guess I guess I don't care my only problem is if that's really if, if most of these places aren't going to enforce it then you're really just you've got a rule that that means nothing yeah right? I agree I, I think with the revolting of people right now it's just it's like your mask mandate's not working well, anymore just end it stop what being I, what ridiculous. I find interesting and fascinating about this is that the casinos were some of the strongest I mean, they, they were the strictest about you had to have the masks on because they were worried about getting fined, about, you know, the impact on their gaming license and everything else. So the fact that the casinos aren't being as strict about it, I find very interesting. Uh-huh. Like a, a, right, a, an independent That's what restaurant, I mean. My guess something is like, like even that. Even the people that were doing that aren't, aren't coming down. They aren't monitoring people. They aren't enforcing it. It's almost like... A, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, but I think yeah. I think where they're going to get in trouble, um, and I think Vital Vegas even recently posted 
uh, another communication from I think it was MGM to their employees about you know you have to be ma- you have to be vaccinated if you're not you know we're going to require you to do testing and blah, right. blah 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 and you have to pay for the testing so if they're being that strict on their employees but they're not enforcing the rules on their customers right. like they were just talking about with the high limit room I think that's that's going to be a problem somebody's going to have an issue with it and yeah. there's there might be a little lawsuit coming yeah hmm. all right. Uh, next up, the RJ is reporting that some skills challenge events for the 2022 NHL All-Star Game could be held outdoors. The NHL All-Star Game will be at T-Mobile Arena February 5th, 2022. That could be fun. That like, would I be think, fun. I think about the uh, outdoor ice rink at Cosmopolitan. Right. That's just fun to be around. You don't even have to go skating on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, I think this is cool. And they have the they have an outdoor arena at um, downtown Summerlin, which is very close to the Knights practice facility. Oh, do they? Yeah, so I don't know. They, they put it up during the holiday season. Huh. Um, so I don't know if that could be something, too, when they do outdoor, if they just build it. They probably just build their own. Probably, Somewhere yeah. on that um, the plaza, or the Mitsubishi, not right, Mitsubishi. Right, right. To, Toshiba, uh, Toshiba Plaza outside of T-Mobile Arena. But, right. yeah. After the four-show stint in Vegas, fans who attended the Fish concert at the MDM Grand Garden Arena are reporting that they tested positive for COVID in the days after the show. Reports say many people weren't wearing masks. Yeah, the first thing I'll say to this is, duh, that's the thing that, that was I'm the first about. thing that popped uh, into of my head. Of all the things you could catch at a at a fish concert, <laughs> COVID is is not is not one that you should be concerned about. But secondly, to your point, no fucking duh, like you went to a concert. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, did you really think you were going into a fucking clean environment that sanitized? It's a concert. There's right. fucking anywhere between 10 to, you know, 17,000 people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just to me, that just seems like fishes or the, these fans well, who have reported this are just being ridiculous. And no. And I, I wonder if and I don't know. I know fish fans are a certain type. I feel like. Fish fans used yeah, for to those be that don't Grateful know, they're, Dead they're fans. like Grateful Dead yeah. fans. They they they're a jam band. So so I could see their fans being much more dirty hippies. Sp- no, much more skewed towards anti-vaccination. Well, they are dirty hippies. Okay, well that could be. <laughs> and that wasn't my point. I was going to say they would be. I could see them being more skewed towards not wanting to get they're the, the vaccine. They're kind of white boys that have dreads. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me. If they were more susceptible, susceptible, acceptable, susceptible. I know I didn't say oh, that suscept- right. Susceptible. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't come out. <laughs> um, to to catching it if they weren't vaccinated. So mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In news that I swear was already reported, Caesars Entertainment announced that they will relocate the World Series of Poker from Rio to Bally's and Paris in 2022. Actor Vince Vaughn was already reported to be the MC for the for the month for the for the event for the month. <laughs> I guess that kind of kills some of the sales rumors for ballets in Paris, now, doesn't it? Yeah, that would be bizarre if you ended up using that just for a year. Like, you think they'd want to park it someplace that's more permanent if it's only oh, going to yeah. be there? I mean, for if they own month. it, they want to make sure it's on one of their properties, right? Well, that's going to do it then for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. (music) 
Coming Attractions, brought to you by Vegas.com, is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Mannheim Steamroller Christmas is performing at the Orleans Sunday, December 26th, the day after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's still festive. Mannheim Steamroller post-Christmas <laughs> <laughs> is performing at the Orleans uh, Sunday, December 26th. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at 40 bucks. Is this something you'd ever be interested in doing, Tony? Or Karen, for that matter? <laughs> I was going to say, what? My opinion doesn't count? It what? does. I just thought... Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were just talking about. Oh, and it might be Mannheim Steamroller. Who's the one that is the um, the the techno music uh, so Christmas people? There, theirs is a like a classical orchestra, uh, and but rock, with rock, rock. Yeah, it's like an yeah. orchestra with rock guitars and that kind of stuff. Right. Would you ever? I I don't think so. I mean, yeah. uh, so here's the thing: when when it's on the the Christmas stations. And you know when a Mannheim Steamroller song comes right, on, yeah, it's, it's, it's very distinctive, epic. And I, I, I like listening. To it. It's a fun take on the songs. I'm good with that. I don't think I would ever go see a whole concert of it. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Like the, it sounds interesting. Like maybe if I got free tickets, I would go. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad it exists. It's just yeah. not necessarily for me. No, I like it because I think it adds a little bit of a, a, a rock yeah. orchestra combo to some classic Christmas songs. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like what they're doing. I just, I don't think I'd ever go see them in concert. Right. Did we were going to say something there, Tony? I, I, it, so I had an intake. Uh, uh, no, let's move on. <laughs> Come on. Now I want to know what you were going to say. Oh, it was trans. It was uh, the Trans Siberian Siberian Orchestra, Orchestra. That's right. That that I was thinking of, and and I just don't. Um, I just don't have any. Actually, um, that might have been who I was thinking of. What's the difference between that and Mannheim Steamroller? I don't know. I think Mannheim Steamrollers may actually have singers, whereas the Trans Siberian Orchestra is just is has. just that. It's all huh. it's all techno. Then Christmas maybe that's what I was because I saw that's an what ad. I, was too. I saw an ad for. The band that's orchestra and rock had no singers. It was all like guitars doing the melody. Right. But I didn't think it was on the 26th, but that would make sense because if it was the one that Tony just said, who I named, I've already Trans- forgotten. Yeah, Trans- Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Because I, I, I feel like they were playing at the Smith Center, so that would make more sense. Mm, yeah. I'm probably thinking of the, the, okay, now I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. another artist that I may never uh, pay to go see because I don't know who it is is Rodney Carrington, who is performing at the MGM Grand Friday and Saturday, December 3rd and 4th and 10th and 11th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $90. He's a comedian. He's pretty funny. He's, mm-hmm. he's a bit country, but... Uh, he's a funny guy. Okay. David Lee Roth of Van Halen fame is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay December 31st and January 1st, 5th, 7th, and 8th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $400. I had I checked what? like three or four times, and that's wow. the only tickets available. Especially for House of Blues. Like, who's going to pay that much for House of Blues? Well, that's got to be like those, like the seats that we were at where you're Maybe. you're up and you have like food and beverage credit that goes along with yeah, it I and the waitress and all of that. I, I, I just have a hard time. I mean, I'm not shitting on David Lee Roth, but uh, I Is just it have possible hard... like all the cheap... See, now I want to know what they originally started at. Is it possible Me like too. the cheap seats all sold out and the only ones that are left because sure uh, nobody's going, I ain't paying $400 right. to go see him? <laughs> exactly. Wow. Next up. Uh, Blue Oyster Club, which cult. does not sing Breakfast at Tiffany's. Blue Oyster Cult. 
or blue blue oyster cult uh do, who they also don't sing breakfast right <laughs> Uh, is performing at Hard Rock Friday, December 31st. No, 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 nugget. Whoa, shit. Okay. <laughs> Hard Rock doesn't even when, exist anymore. When did like, you start drinking, Tony? We are going to try that all the fuck over again. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Oyster Cult is performing at Golden Nugget, Friday, December 31st. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $69. Good for them, man. Being around that long, $69. I bet they priced that just for Vital Vegas. For, for Scott, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're going to sing Don't Fear the Reaper over and over right. and over <laughs> and over. Is that, is that who that is? Yep. Do they have any other song that they know? Uh, Not I'm, that I recognize from uh, iTunes here. Yeah, that's, that's their big <laughs> hit. All right. Human Nature Christmas is coming to South Point Thursday. Through Sunday, December sixteenth through the twenty-first, shows start at seven thirty p.m. and tickets start at forty dollars. And lastly, John Lovitz is performing at the Laugh Factory at Tropicana for select dates starting November twenty-second through December twenty-ninth. Shows start at seven p.m. Tickets start at sixty-one dollars. How old is he? John Lovitz. I don't know. He's old. One hundred and forty-two years right. old. <laughs> <laughs> And the same shtick that he always does. Right. I know, right? Um, it, apparently, he is... Si- oh, my God. He's only 64 years old. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. he's had a rough life. <laughs> yeah. He's always, like that way. he's always like that way. Wow. Well, that was nuts. Who, Even on it, SNL. who was it? Somebody the other day. Oh, no. It's it's the new um the CSI Vegas reboot. Yeah. So the guy that plays Gil Grissom. Mm-hmm. I thought he was old in the original version. Now he's all white-haired. And well, he was already gray before. I mean, he was Now it looks white. Yeah, now it's white. But I mean, now I'm like, Jesus, dude, I thought you were old then. How old are you now? <laughs> and I saw another, um, who was the guy that played Mr. Peterman on Seinfeld? Mr. Peterman. Oh, yeah. I, I don't oh. remember his name. The, the, yeah, he hosted uh, Family Feud for a few for years. For a minute. Yes, yeah, he right. did. Yep. So I, I saw him recently. Oh, he was commentating on a, a what the National Dog Show, I think. He's he's <laughs> one of the, the commentators on that. Right. Uh, I know he has been for a while, but it was one of the things I'm looking at him. I'm like, I thought you were old when you were on Seinfeld as Mr. Peterman. Because right. he has just the white, white hair. hair. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, Jesus, dude, how old are you now? Yeah. Either that or we're getting old. Because if I thought they were, I must have been really well, young back then. I hate doing these sorts of things because it really is just uh, an exercise in in making me feel old. unsuccessful. But when well, you yeah. look at how old some of these people were at their height, so say like Jerry Seinfeld, Michael Richards, Jason Alexander, Julia Louis Dreyfus, you know they were all like the ages we are now. They were and younger the than that. Yeah. Or, or young, yes, or younger, yes, or younger. Uh, John O'Hurley, by the way is your Mr. Peterman. Yes. And it appears he was born in 1954. So he's 19 years older than I am, so that would make him 65. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he looks 65 to me. Yeah. Shit. It looks like he's been um, 65 for like the last 15 oh, no, wait. years. He's <laughs> yeah. 11 years older than me. So yeah, he'd be 67. Yeah. He'd be so 67. he's 30 years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, listen, uh, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all of the artists that we report on on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tony's coming in hot. <laughs> like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have a 360 FHE, and this is part of the reason, uh, listeners, why I've been kind of pushing the conversation forward is because I knew we would spend a ton of time in this because I can't wait to uh, to get to hear about this. Yeah. Uh, with FHE, it's our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. If you guys are follow uh, Mark, Karen, and Alistair on Twitter, you know exactly what we'll be talking about because this week... The two of you went out and explored Vegas with Alistair. Tell us about your first-hand experience. Yes, this was Alistair's triumphant return to the United States post-border wars. Well, post-borders reopening. Border war. We had border, border wars. wars. We didn't have border wars. <laughs> Let Alistair <laughs> in. Let Alistair Well, in. there was that. But <laughs> yeah, he literally, the first day that the, you know, the Brits were allowed to, yeah. to fly back in, he, he was here and on his way. So, so And we, I'm honored because he, he's actually going to be in the States for a bit, but Vegas was his first stop. Yeah, so we uh, we decided to join him on his two-week trek through Las Vegas, and that all started on a Tuesday. He well, got you, in on Monday. You really decided to join him. Yeah. Some of us still had to work. Right. So <laughs> Mark... I took advantage of that. Mark took advantage. So so when Alistair was staying downtown, Mark stayed downtown. Yeah, I stayed at the D when I was downtown. And when, when Alistair stayed on the strip, Mark stayed on the strip, and, right. and Karen had to be the single parent managing the <laughs> dog and the cats and the kids and everything else. Now, but, I may have missed some of this or put some of this in in the wrong place because I really tried to just experience this with him and just hang out with him so I didn't document things specifically I had to basically look at receipts to piece together what we did. <laughs> wait where was I what did I do <laughs> but like I said on Tuesday I stayed at the D uh, I checked out pop-up pizza at Plaza and I actually thought it was it was pretty good pizza I mean it's not uh, it's not secret pizza and it's not a, a pizza rock, right. but I mean, it, it was a, it's a quality. You option. said you were impressed with it. I remember you, you yeah. saying you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect much from it, you know, so it, it, it exceeded those expectations. Right. Now, while I was doing that, Karen and Alistair enjoyed eight East at Circo. Would you have any thoughts on that? Um, I have a lot of thoughts and I wish, again, I have to apologize because I did not prep for this cause I've been working yeah. and I literally pulled up the show notes like that's as all right. we Just use your memory. No, I, I mean, I've been at eight East before and really enjoyed it. And so Alistair and I went and uh, we did definitely get the, uh, uh, brisket fried rice. Right. We did not get it vital Vegas style. But didn't you guys say <laughs> that straight. you thought that, I know I, I, I'm, I'm quoting Alistair from this. It was the least interesting thing that you guys ate. It was like, it, it was, so it's like Scott and, and his, uh, uh, praise over how amazing well, this is. No, it was, it, he, he loves the most boring dish there. So, so again, this is what I keep telling people when they're asking Scott for food recommendations. That's not the right thing to do. It's like asking me for food recommendations. Right. Well, it's, it, it might be a little, little more adventurous than you on some things. But other things, yeah, not at yeah, all. Yeah, agreed. So, no, so we did, oh, and I wish I remembered the type of noodles that Alistair was just craving for. Mm. Uh, all right, I may ask you to jump no, ahead, and I want to no. pull up the menu because it was so good. No, but whatever those noodles were, the, like, pork, oh, I don't think it was Dan Dan. I got a, well, no, it might have been Dan Dan noodles. Um, but he, he wanted those. We got some dumplings. We got the, um, the duck dumplings. We got their green beans which sounds like super simple, but I absolutely love them. They're fantastic. Mm. So no, we just, we got a ton of food. The cocktails were delicious. Um, it was, again, I think it was a fun way for him to kind of start off, you know, with something new. Cause I keep forgetting. I mean, the Circa to me, although I know it's new, 
it's been open for a year. So it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's Circa. It is what it is. Right. All of this is because Alistair hasn't been here, been I think, here. since January of 2020, I think, was his last trip. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much that's changed. And so at least with my dining experiences with him, we were trying to do a mix of old, you know, classics that we love and new ones. So, no, it was it was a fun way to start. Yeah. And I had leftovers to bring home for lunch. Of course, of course. Which was fantastic. Now, I can't remember when it started, but the Circa now has actual gaming that people can afford to play, although it is electronic. <laughs> uh, they've got... Um, I'm going to refer to it as Inner Block Blackjack because that's who makes it. Uh, they also make the baby bubble craps. Uh, this is going little to be individual ones, yeah, not the little, not the yeah, not the gaming one. That, Come on, push <laughs> the button. Oh, that's so <laughs> annoying. But anyway, these are if you want to play low limits anywhere in Vegas, this is where you're going to find five and ten dollar tables for stuff. This is this is. I mean, that goes for World of Wind, too. I mean, hopefully the technology will advance in the coming years to incorporate a felt table because it sounds weird on the acrylic when you're yeah. throwing the oh, dice. Yeah. Well, and there was an issue with the acrylic, too, where the dice kept getting stuck on it or flipping right, on it. Yeah, yeah, because it's got like, I don't know if it's a folded. It's not a solid piece of acrylic. So you have yeah, like it's three not a or solid four pieces. Flat. It's, got, it's got like three little lips on it. Little ridges. Yeah. So when you're tossing the dice, if the dice hits it, it's going to... Yeah, they, it's kind of like when dice hit, hit chips yeah. and, they, and they skew a, uh, right. sideways. That's what happens. Well, and even Alistair was saying that the croupier was even having an issue because when they go to pull the dice back, they're supposed to pull it back right, the way so the it landed. Can see. So yeah. it, and, right. and as it was hitting these little lips, the diaper, dice are flipping and, right. and moving yep. over. So yep. that's that's a problem they got to work out. The other thing i got to complain about for Ready to Roll is it solicits hard ways, field bets. Like, do you want to place a bet on the hard ways? And it just kept doing that all the time. Like, field bets, et cetera. It, it, just, it was just too much. Like, it... I, I couldn't be there for an extended period of time because it's almost as annoying as that push the button thing. Oh, really? After a while, yeah. Because, like, after every roll or every point or something, it's Are, like... Is there, like, a speaker aimed, like, right at you for your station or it's just a general... Well, the whole thing's got speakers. Okay, around, so it's yeah. just a general speaker to the whole right. table. It's not just to you. Okay. Right, yeah. It's just soliciting uh, extra extra bets, but it's, it's, it's annoying. They need to dial that back. And then on to Wednesday, we went down to Win and had breakfast at Tableau or Tableau, 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 Tableau. Alistair felt that the there was a distressed look on the decor, which I thought was intentional. He thought it just made the place look old. Oh really? Yeah, I mean the the food was good. The food was good. But what did you have? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. I think I had a basic breakfast. Okay. Uh, I was just trying to get some protein and stuff into me because I knew what was coming, <laughs> what I was doing <laughs> to myself. <laughs> we ended up uh, hanging out at Stadium Swim at Circa, which was kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't, ex did, like, I wanted to show it to Alistair, but Alistair was like, no, he wants to hang out there. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So we were in our jeans and, and whatever and just laid on. Uh, which is fine. I mean, that would have been the perfect temperature for jeans being it was, out there. Yeah. We I, like I think both of us took a little bit of a nap while we were there. <laughs> nice. Um, Did you have to pay for pay for your seats? No, because uh, there are not all the seats are charged. Um, are, so they're not charging a cover just to get in now? Because they used to do that. Uh, I think they are, but I was able to get in because I had reservations at the D. Right, you're saying the D. Yeah, so you if you're staying at the D or yeah. Golden Gate, you get access to, to the circle That's pool. That's right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we headed back down to the Strip so Alistair and Karen could enjoy Nobu at Caesar's Palace. I had some forgettable pizza. 
at uh, Defario's or whatever that one in uh, Caesars I, Forum. I don't know. It's been good before. It wasn't. It wasn't this time. I don't know if I'm getting. Well, so it's not where the pizza. food court used to be. Like, where is it? No, it is. Oh, I thought the food court was now where that uh, dome. No, that's just arena. part of it. Oh. That's just All part right. of it. It's on the outskirts of it. You can tell I don't spend a lot of time in Caesars. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so we did Nobu, yeah. and it, my first time there, I think it was Alistair's first time as well, and we ended up doing um, the chef's tasting menu, which was a grand total of seven courses, three cold, three hot, and dessert. Um, and it was, the way they had it described was you could do the classic, they had like three different tasting menus. They had a, just the classic, which is what like Nobu everywhere is known for. And this tasting, um, was the Vegas spin. So it had some higher right. end ingredients and that kind of stuff. Um, in general, it was delicious. I think the first four courses were an absolute home home run. Mm-hmm. Of course the, you know, the first three being all sushi basically. Right. And then, the fourth, the hot course was, uh, oh, and I have to say somewhere, if you check my Twitter feed, because, um, the first course that came out literally had, you know, two big pieces of sashimi. And then on the one end of my plate, there was a tiny little flash fried river crab. Oh, standing up. He he told me about that. Yeah. Standing up, claws up and it was edible. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I couldn't eat it. You like I, soft shell crab. I do. I could, but it, it was the bug factor. So this yeah. was designed to be picked up all in one bite and all the little legs are sticking out and the claws are up in the air. And I'm just like, I, I can't, <laughs> I could so not, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was, it was too buggy. Now, so Alistair ate mine. It was funny because Alistair said that my crab had more flavor than his did. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And I think that was because mine was female. Uh, you could you know you can tell they have a little flap shell on the bottom that they use to hold eggs when they okay. have eggs so you, you can tell the difference and mine had much more flavor um but it was so cool so that yeah the presentation was great the first hot dish was a tempura lobster which i don't generally like lobster but it was delicious and then the last two courses weren't my favorite um and i just remember one being a giant piece of sea bass which was um glazed with something which was good but it was a huge piece of sea bass and that was the only thing on the plate Mm. like there was nothing else to break it up so for me it was too much and then the filet that came out i mean nobu is known for seafood so i don't think a filet was the best idea that one i wasn't a big fan of but the dessert was also good so yeah uh, i would say go to nobu and just focus on seafood uh, and you'll be a happy camper. Yeah. Hmm. So after that, we went back down for drinks at Vegas Vicky's Bar at Circa, and then we checked out the Legacy Club at Circa, which obviously Alistair hadn't seen before. That was we had some great drinks there. It's a great view. I recommend it to anybody. We, we did that the first night. Oh, whatever. Yeah, you're you're mixing nights because the Legacy <laughs> Club was after we went to Eight East, and then we went up to because otherwise I wasn't with you, and I know I, I I know I was with you when we went to Legacy, and I knew we did these things for. Over a two-week period, <laughs> <laughs> order is not, not necessarily tops. Oh, my God. That's uh, great. Top of That's mind. great. Thursday, we checked out the beer district. We you st- mean the, the arts district? No, it's the beer district. It's the arts district. It's the beer, it's district the beer at within the arts district. The arts district. Oh. It's called the beer district. That's I'm, I'm coining it right now. We skipped- it's cheese and macaroni. It's macaroni and cheese. It's right. cheese and macaroni. <laughs> so we skipped Abel Baker because we've already tried some of them before and weren't real big fans. That said, I would recommend Abel Baker to anybody. They just the, uh, the their craft cocktails were just a little bit out of or their craft, craft beers, beers yeah. were just a, a little out of my palate's reach. Yeah, you haven't been. A, I mean, 
I know a lot of people that like craft beers that have really enjoyed it, but you, it's just, it doesn't yeah, seem just to be the, your, And Alistair had the same experience. Okay. It, it just, the, the beer, it's just not, not our wheelhouse. Uh, we visited Nevada Brew Works, Huddle Brewing, Craft House, and Hop Nuts. It, I can't recommend this enough to people, especially if you enjoy craft beers. Uh, these people are really happy to be there. They're celebrating, you know, when you come in, they're, they're giving you the rundown of their stuff. It's, it's, they're uh, very knowledgeable, too, yeah, just yeah, in general. It's awesome. And then we had dinner at Eureka on Fremont East, and uh, I had the jalapeno and egg burger, and it was delicious. I've had it before, but it's, it's really good. And I stayed home that night. Yeah. <laughs> on to Friday, we had breakfast at a Mirror Brunch, which was just off of Fremont Street on Bridger Avenue. Uh, I, it was good. I, I, I there's nothing. I remember asking what you had, and you couldn't tell me. I think it was another like Americano breakfast or mm-hmm. something like that. Like it wasn't. I wasn't real adventurous, and because you get up in the morning, and for me, you know, you're hungover, and 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 I, I don't want to get anything that's. I don't, I don't know anything that, that I don't You just want the basics, the yes, staples. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I need eggs. I need and scrambled I need eggs and sauce. toast. <laughs> and, and hot and sauce. Maybe and bacon. Bacon, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, just, I just need the usual. So after that, we relocated to our house for the weekend to avoid the absorbent room rates, thanks to the home games by the Las Vegas Raiders and the Golden Knights. But Karen and Alistair went to Tau, but before that, we had drinks at the Dorsey at Venetian. Well, so hold on. So you're, so you're jumping ahead. So on Friday night... We had concert tickets. I'm not jumping ahead. That's that's next. Okay, well, it was jumping up because the, the concert was Friday, so that was first. Right, this is Friday, and... And we went to the concert and... On Friday. Yes. And we didn't go to... to we didn't, no, we Friday. didn't. We went to Haleo on Friday. Oh. oh because it was right. at Cosmo. That's right. So, we yeah, we, we dragged Mark along You've with us to Karen Haleo. You've heard talk about it before. It's It's blah. <laughs> There's no, something there that Mark had, and actually Alistair badgered Mark ham, into this. It's because like a ham and cheese sandwich. It's called a bikini, but it's it's literally like a almost like a ham and cheese panini. Yeah. Um with super crispy bread. It's absolutely delicious. It's good. Mark's it's like, good. all right, I'll, I will eat that. But Alistair badgered him in. He's like, I saw pictures because you were trolling me on Twitter <laughs> that you ate there, and so you're going there. Yeah. So Mark had to go uh, have dinner with us instead of going to Hattie B's or whatever he might have wanted to do. Yeah, that probably would have been Hattie B's. Yeah, and then uh, we, we went to the concert. Yeah, that evening, uh, Alistair amused himself while Karen and I joined uh, or went to go see Hailstorm and Evanescence at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan, which was awesome. They were both awesome. That was a hell of a show. It's a great venue. Yeah. Uh, it's real intimate, uh, especially if you have seats. I, I totally recommend paying for seats if, if yes. you uh, yes. I'm, I'm only getting. I'm old. I'm only getting seats from now on. You know, see, the way I look at it is, you know, we pay for what we consider to be. Like some people go to Bellagio and go to Win. I don't want to pay that much for my room, but when I go to a concert, I'll pay for really good uh, seats because that's something that I really right. enjoy. Yeah. So I get. I get. You know, people spend their money differently. That's that's how we. That's how we spend ours. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know if anybody is familiar. Hailstorm. I'm only familiar with because you discovered them. Um, yeah, and I really enjoy their lead singer rocks. She's awesome. She awesome. sings. She screams. Lizzie like if you Hale. think of a heavy metal rock band, th- she's got a bit of a, a hair metal to her with yes. with, her, with her her range. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, and Evanescence. I, I mean the same thing. That uh, Amy Lee has got Dead a, on. She's got a range, and yeah, that girl amazing. can sing. She is amazing. So, it was a great show. It was a fantastic show. I would highly recommend if to anybody if they they like like you know. Rock and, metal and music. for the record, fish fans, that the same thing happened when we were at this concert. As soon as the lights went down, the mask came off. 
Yep. And nobody was saying anything. Nope. Although, no, somebody did. Remember at the end, as we were leaving, they were shouting, well, as everyone, us, you have to put your mask As back everyone on. was leaving, the Cosmo employees were saying, mask uh, for everybody, masks have to go back on. When you were in the venue, right. nobody said a word. Exactly, because they were like, we're not, we're not getting into this argument. Right. And it, it, it was fine. But I will say, like, even because between the acts, I did get up to use the restroom, which was a hellacious long wait it's always a pain in the ass for girls oh it's yeah it was, well there were only five stalls right on the whole upper floor right where you probably have you know i don't know seven or eight hundred people right. up there um but it, like going to the restroom pretty much everyone had a mask on it was just once the show started they all came off and then there were just some people who just weren't putting them on afterwards yeah that, that's the people who were wearing masks uh while we were on this adventure the thing that i've noticed and i even started to do it is that when you got up from what you were doing, you just threw your mask back. Like, if you got to go to the bathroom or something like that, right. you just throw your mask on real quick. Um, but I heard today from one of our listeners that uh, just for his own experiment and interest and the lack of, you know, not wanting to wear it, hasn't worn it all day and nobody said anything yeah. to it. He made a concerted effort to not wear it it's in his pocket so he could always go, sure. oh, sorry, I forgot, I forgot. I right. But, um, yeah, he said nobody said anything to him at all. Wow. Yeah. And I know it's on here. You don't have Saturday or Sunday, so I need to I, jump in on this. Well, I put Saturday and Sunday off because that's nobody's business. That was Alistair coming no. to visit, hang out with no, us. No, 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 no. So on Saturday. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Saturday, Alistair and I went, and I really want to talk about this, to do the chocolate and wine tasting at Ethel M's. All right, fine. Tell your fucking story. Right. <laughs> so Ethel M's is a chocolate factory. It's on the, the south south eastern side of town it's not really henderson it's a las vegas address um but i did not know and i just have to share this with folks ethel m's is actually founded by the guy that founded the mars corporation so m&m's mars candy bars all of this so Mm -hmm. after this guy retired after you know starting this company building this conglomerate retired out here to the desert Mm -hmm. built a cactus garden and because he was bored and a chocolatier he started making these uh cordial chocolates mm-hmm. for the casinos like with you know all the different alcohols in them the rum and the bourbon and all that kind right, of stuff right. which tony i have a sampler box of all of these different and i haven't tried them yet for another reason but um i can't wait to actually start diving into these because mo- they're all dark chocolate and yeah. whatever the alcohol oh, is um, how exciting but so then this guy at 80 years old decides he's bored and founds this Ethel M's chocolate, which is his mother's chocolate recipes. That's right. why it's Ethel M's. And it's all, unlike what he did before, he said no preservatives, all small batch, all by hand, all mm. that kind of stuff. Um, and the chocolates are really good. So if anybody's out here and you're looking for something to do, it literally, you can just do a chocolate tasting. It lasts about 45 minutes mm. for 20 bucks. Or you can do a chocolate and wine for 30 bucks. Yeah. And then you get 15% off anything in the store. Nice. Which I, I have to tell you, their chocolates are pretty damn good. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So don't they normally have like a holiday display too? No. So the the cactus garden that's right there next to it. So it actually we went during the day, uh-huh. but the garden is all decorated like lights all within the cactus gar- cactus garden. It's, yeah, it's a whole holiday okay. light display that um, this time of year, if somebody's coming definitely go do that I, I don't know if there's extra for that at night because we went during the day we could walk through the garden and with no problem mm-hmm. but um yeah it, it's i mean if it wasn't on the other side of town i wish it was a little bit closer but right. it i highly recommend doing the chocolate tasting heading out there because it's a little bit of fun vegas history yeah 
And what then, else did you guys do? Well, then, so then on Saturday we went to Osceola Posto uh, at downtown Tivoli. This is Can't a restaurant. Why I that? Yeah, me. <laughs> I know. I can't believe why you didn't say this, but this is the restaurant that um, Chef James Trees, who owns Esther's Kitchen in the Arts District, oh cool, consulted on on the menu. So it's very much Italian. Um, Arts District, right by the Brew District. It district. is. Damn it. <laughs> it's it's part of the Arts District, which <laughs> the Brewery District that you have now defined as a subculture is part of the Arts District. Ooh, so like it's it. all there. Subculture. Okay. Um, so this is a fantastic Italian restaurant. It's it, it, the the customer service is top notch, which means it's too much for Mark because um, they're at the table and chatting with you and all this kind of stuff. Oh. But the cocktails are delicious. They have, oh shit, Tony, I need to get this recipe for you. They okay. have a gin cocktail that has tomato water in it, which to me sounds awful. Sounds gross, yeah. It is the most, it's the smoothest gin cocktail I have ever had. Really? Yes. Wow. That was one I had Alistair try first. So I need to, I need to go back there and get that cocktail recipe. That do. would be that would be a good one. Um, so yeah, if, if you're out in the Summerlin area, Al Salito Posto is a delicious restaurant. It was fantastic. Um, and then Sunday was when we went to Mar- Alistair and I went to Tao. Okay. So you had it mixed in on Friday or whatever. But Sunday we went to Tao. Um, I had a <laughs> I had a gift card that I won at a charity auction, and I thought, oh, this will be great because Alistair's coming and we can go. And don't you know, we get down to the restaurant and I forgot the gift card. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do that all oh, the time. Geez. Not all the time. I I remember a lot of, most of the time. Right. Remember, remember the Michigan tickets? I remember the Michigan tickets. You're never, never going to let me figure that out. No, uh-uh. Live we, that down, we were going to a Michigan, uh, Michigan Wolverines football game. and With my parents. We got there about, ha- we got about halfway there. <laughs> we weren't even halfway there. We were maybe, because uh, it's from my parents' house to Ann Arbor. is about a 45-minute <laughs> drive. We were probably 15 minutes into it, and I went, oh, shit, I forgot the tickets. Well, I didn't say that because my mom and dad were in the car. Um, but no, Mark has never, ever let me live that down. No. Um, but I needed a gift certificate for the chocolate tasting and I had that okay so but uh no so we went to town and just had a, a fantastic um dinner with the exception of um and I just have to call this out the food was delicious except we ordered the Peking duck um which anyone that has had Peking duck knows it's yeah, supposed Alex to have like soupy well I know but Tony hasn't heard I, I know I'm heard. I'm helping I'm adding to your story it's not like I know about this Alistair told me <laughs> Stop talking about it. <laughs> that was what I heard when you said that. Alistair well, told not, me. That's not what I said. Okay. Um, so it, Peking duck is supposed to have like super crispy skin, right? And it comes yes. out in a little wrapper and, and yes. you put the little hoisin sauce and then the, the, scall- the sliced scallions and the cucumber and, and build your little sandwich. The skin was not crispy. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and I and I let them know because uh, I was just like, it's not, you know, it, yeah. the, the duck was delicious, huh? You sent it. back. I didn't or? send it back. No, because we were still eating the duck. Yeah. Um, it's just the skin wasn't crispy, which is kind of a, a major letdown because uh. you just want that that crunch of the skin. The duck is flavorful and delicious, but when, when the skin isn't crispy, it's like it's you know flaccid chicken skin. When it's when yeah, when your when your skin your chicken wings chicken aren't wing, fried yeah, right, it has loose old people skin on it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> kind of fatty and just kind of. Yeah, so that yeah. that wasn't Chewy. good, um, and they they seem to know <laughs> mm, that. This tastes like Angela Lansbury. Jeez, <laughs> oh, but they they seem to realize uh, the, at least the waitress was like, "You're not that's supposed to be crispy." Because I kind of picked up a piece, and she was like, "Oh, it's not supposed to do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's yeah. not supposed to do that." Um, but other than that, and the service was great, and the food, and they brought Alistair out um, a special birthday. dessert for his his belated fiftieth birthday, which right. we were supposed to celebrate last year and didn't. It was a gigantic fortune cookie, and I think I, I tweeted this. Maybe I didn't. 
Um, it was huge. And uh, like a one side of it was stuffed with chocolate ganache and the other side was stuffed with vanilla ganache and it had like fresh cut fruit in front of it and the edges were dipped in chocolate and it was just, it was fantastic. So, you know, we got a couple free desserts to make up for the, the flaccid skin on the duck. Um, All right. So then once Monday came around, we got back to, uh, to what the you vacation. wanted to do. Yeah. To the vacation <laughs> that, that I was, I was a part of. I took Monday off. Um, so Monday we ended up going to golden Tiki and I know you've gone Karen. Have you before Tony? Uh, no, I think I've been to Frankie's. Frankie's Tiki. This you would remember, Frankie's. you would remember the restrooms if you had been to go golden yeah, Tiki. It's porn. It's it porn. Oh yeah, no, I no no. Then yeah. definitely. Well, well not. maybe not porn. It's 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 like a dirty magazine, is is what they are. It's a lot of fully naked people and. All I know is the women's it. restroom is covered in dicks. <laughs> oh, everywhere. The door handles on the walls. There's dildos hang on shelves on this. It, there's dicks <laughs> everywhere. Wallpaper has dicks on it. Okay, so beside the uh, <laughs> the, the the bathrooms. Uh, I think it buries Frankie's. Oh, it does. Like, it's way better than, I mean, I ended up it's having over like a Dole Whip thing with dark rum. Yeah. That was awesome. I was basically eating my drink. It was delicious. It, it's, it's, um, okay, Tony, have you been to the Enchanted Tiki Room in Disney? Never, no. Okay. So they have, it, it's, it's tiki all over the place, but they also have it at, at the, at the Enchanted or the Golden Tiki, um, these animatronic yeah, birds, other, yeah, they? these animatronic birds up in the corner that will start talking. It's amusing and, and, and harassing, but no, the cocktails are fantastic. Like it's a the much vibe, bigger space than it's Frankie's. bigger. It's brighter. It's brighter. You can actually see when you walk into it. Unlike right. Frankie's, uh, when you walk, you know, Frankie's when okay. you walk in and it's like uh, pitch yeah, black. So fucking dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to stand there yeah. for a minute to let your eyes adjust. No, this one you can actually see. Yeah, I can't it's, recommend Golden Tiki enough. It's fun. That's, That's cool. really cool. That's cool to know. Yeah. It's very fun. So after that, we checked into Planet Hollywood, and I have to say, they've done a really good job with those renovations. It's got a Cosmo feel to it with uh, the room art and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's not Cosmopolitan, but it, it, it's it, if it were Cosmopolitan's little brother, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. That would make sense. Um, and then after that, Alistair and I went to Genghis Grill, which is in Henderson. It's just one of my favorite places to eat. It's a Mongolian barbecue. If you've ever heard of, uh, if you ever had uh, Beatty's uh, Mongolian barbecue, it's like that, except it's good. Better. Yeah, yeah, it's better. <laughs> so Tuesday came around. We had breakfast at Cafe Hollywood. I had the creme brulee French or creme brulee croissant French toast. I have to clarify Ooh, that. They've changed wow. it. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, something about the bread they used to use before really. Well, the creme brulee French toast before was delicious. Yes, that was one it of your was. Favorites. And it had it had that that creme brulee crunch to it. Right. Uh, this didn't have that that crunch. That's really? that's what I was I was missing. Service continues to be slow at the property, but it's usually forgivable because the food's so good. Uh, I still miss Planet Dailies, though. I think it, it was a more attractive space, and it had a better menu. It had a better menu. Yeah. They really pared it down with the Planet or Cafe Hollywood, whatever it is. So fast forward to dinner, and while Karen and Alistair checked out Lotus of Siam off strip, I uh, I ponied up and um, uh, got me some creme, uh, some uh, not creme brulee, some uh, poutine. At the hot doggery in the uh, in the, the promenade, the link promenade, it was tasty. <laughs> it was it's very good. I highly recommend it. Well, how was however Lotus of Siam? we went to Lotus of Siam, yeah, uh, which Tony, I think you remember that meal, absolutely wonderfully was, or fondly. Um, that was fantastic. We so the the location Tony that we went to on Sahara, the original location has been closed, 
And oh. they, they've said it's due to staffing issues. So the yeah. only one they have open is the one on Flamingo, which kind of makes sense because it is closer to the Strip. It's yeah. it's uh, They're going to draw more it's easier to traffic get to, to get there. The yeah, um, It's a newer space. It's much brighter. Mm-hmm. It's It doesn't have the... I was trying to describe the original space to Alistair Tony, and I told him that the seating was kind of like cafeteria style chairs. Really? And I, I want to see if Tony agrees with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'm not really sure how, what cafeteria style chairs. It, it, it was more like fifties diner. It wasn't like the, in the original location that we went to, if you're describing yeah. the seating, it, it, it wasn't, it was very basic. There's not okay. a lot of, Okay, anyway, I'll move on because if Tony's not getting it, it's not going to matter. So anyway, um, no, the food was fantastic. We actually ended up doing, so there were four of us because we went with At Raising Las Vegas and At oh, cool. uh, Jambo Everyone. Yeah. And they had both been to Lotus of Sam as well. Uh, but we did their classic tasting, Tony, that we did. And okay. they had a, another tasting because... Mike was looking at the menu going, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Cause it's all seafood, which yeah, I looked eat. at it. I, I looked at, at the menu before I even had to go there. Right. Said, but there I'm was, a, there that. was another tasting that only served one to two people and it had, which was crazy. I think it would have also served three to four, Right. but it, it had, um, a spare rib dish. It had a pork stew. It had like more meat stuff that he would have been on board with. So we ordered actually two different tasting menus. And brought it to the table, and holy crap, it was a lot of food. Yeah, I um, believe it. But those, the garlic prawns, Tony, with the crispy mm-hmm. shells, oh, those are so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get why for some folks that is a, that is just a staple form. It, it, the food was outstanding, and I, I guess I need to remember it's not on the strip. It's actually playing towards the the locals. It was I could not get over how inexpensive. Our meal, our, right. you know, our tab was yeah. in light of the amount of food and drink that every time I turned around, something else was being brought to the table. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. So cool. So after that, Alistair and I went up to Cosmopolitan's poolside ice rink uh, to try out some of the specialty cocktails. This might have been the height of the the trip because they. You were should have gotten amazing. some of these cocktails for Tony because this. You know what? We I have do. to do that this weekend. I got that. Oh, I got did that. you get the recipes? Yeah, well, not the actual recipes. I got everything that's in them. It doesn't have like per ounce or whatever. Oh, so see, all right. This it's weekend, super good. It's we so need to good. help, but it's so. Weekend. Some of the ones that I had, they're all they're all cleverly named. Like one uh, that I had was the notorious Nog, made with <laughs> en- Angel's Envy. That was a hot drink. Uh, the Campfire Delight, made with uh, re- what is that? Repos- Reposado. Yeah, there you go. Tequila. Which that one was more like the s'mores drink, right? That's the s'mores Wasn't drink. The, where like they, they bring lit, the marshmallow out yeah, and light it on lit, fire. Uh, they lit marshmallows oh, on fire cool. and put them into the drink, and you had to put them out with the drink. Uh, and then the other one I had was a, a Griswold uh, made of Ciroc coconut vodka. Uh, they were so tasty. Like that one was made with hot chocolate. Uh, it's I cannot recommend it enough. I and mean, we liked it so much that we ended up going back the next night to Did do it. Did you really? Again. Yes. Oh, that's it was awesome. So, like we both love them. We have to try them next week. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to. I was gonna say I kind of want to go this weekend, and then I'm like, oh wait, nope, it's a weekend. I'm not. I'm not fighting. No. All the visitors <laughs> coming in. Yeah. No, sometime no. next. Oh, that's right. Because we're. Yes, next week. Right. <laughs> and then on to Wednesday. We had Nacho Daddy at Planet Hollywood. Well, not in the Miracle Mile shops. Uh, we had it for breakfast. Wow. I was really impressed. Snap. You've breakfast had it amazing. before. Yes. It, no, no. I had some 
uh, thing before that was like a nacho based uh, breakfast that had onions and shit in it that I didn't I didn't like. I couldn't eat. I tried to eat it. Remember? I tried to eat it and I'm like, okay. I just can't. Uh, right. But this I had. Uh, the only thing I ordered is without the pico de gallo sauce. Okay. And uh, it was so good. Uh, this, what was it? I got um, actually Alistair and I both got the uh, breakfast tacos. Oh. Uh, it was so good. It came with the Spanish rice and the refried beans and. So was the taco like scrambled eggs, some kind of scrambled meat, eggs, and um, cheese, bacon, cheese? Uh, like I think it was a queso cheese. Uh, oh. It was good. It was so Yum. good. Alistair agreed. <laughs> After that, we went to the Pinball Hall of Fame, which I am delighted to report they now have a Mandalorian pinball machine. Do they really? Yes, with well, of course with a little baby Yoda in there. Of course, <laughs> it was cute. You can't have a Mandalorian without a baby Yoda. No. So then after that, we went to one of Alistair's favorite haunts, which is the Tom's Urban at New York, New York. And I got those of you who saw on on a, a social media the Viking sized beer. I got to tell you, so I, I just went in and I, I wanted a Guinness, and the guy goes, "You know, you want sixteen ounces or twenty two? And I'm like, "Hmm, let's go big." And he goes, "I got bigger." And he pulls this big thing up, and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do That's it. That's what she said. I got I, I got about a third of the <laughs> nice. way through it, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this. Fast forward to 30 minutes later, I finished it. <laughs> I'm going to say, how much was that? The cost? Well, the cost and the, the ounces. Like how many how, ounces? I don't know. It was a lot. Because I mean, if 20, I mean, 22 is normally huge. Yeah. And if he said he had, I got bigger. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. that seems to me a little bit creepy. Like, let's go big. And he's like, I got bigger. <laughs> got <laughs> well, when you, like, literally, it had, it looked like a chalice. It had, uh, like, handles on both sides so you could, you know, pick it up with both hands. To I drink still haven't it. seen that picture. I haven't had a chance to go back through social media and look for it. I mean, I know you told me about it, but I haven't seen it, it yet. It was good. It was good. So after that, we ended up going to Esther's Kitchen downtown. And I've been before, Karen and I have been before. This was Alistair's uh, first time at, at yeah, uh, and you can speak to this better. Oh, he he loved it. So I remember um, this was a little bit of a rough day for me because I had to be up. Oh, Tony, we have to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> I had okay. a um, a hearing that I was a witness at that started at six thirty a.m. My time out here. <gasps> oh, jeez. So, yeah. So so I had been up for a while and it had been a long rough day. And then going down there, my first thing was like. Grab the cocktails. <laughs> Their cocktails are so good. Yeah. Their specialty cocktails are just delicious. Agreed. I had the, the, wasn't one of them, I think the autumn sweater. I don't know. They, they just have some delicious cocktails down there. That's yep. another one I should get you recipes for. I don't know why, Tony, I don't remember to ask nice. for the mix. Sorry. Right into the, right into the mic. It wasn't right in the mic. I, I backed up. I heard it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, you have the background noises. They won't hear it. Right. But no, their cocktails are delicious. I will try to, to do a better job of remembering to ask people for like the mix mm. and the combos so yeah. that, you know, we might be able to recreate them. Um, but then I, we, I ordered their bread service, which I think you remember, Tony, they, you can get the bread with the, the different stuff to mix it with. Yes. Yeah. So I got a couple of those. Um, Alistair ordered the octopus as the appetizer, which was fantastic. It was absolutely delicious. It was nice and tender and charred on the outside. It was wonderful. Um, 
I got the pizza. It was as good as normal. Mark got the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I got the as my sauce was crispy. <laughs> I enjoyed the zip of the red sauce. <laughs> I got uh, a charcuterie board for my meal because honestly, I didn't think I was going to eat much, and I didn't. I brought it all home, and it's like I figured we were probably eating it this evening. Oh yeah, that's after this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what I had for lunch today was Alistair's leftover pasta, nice. which, which was the it's um it's funny I, I keep the type of pasta response from everybody when I was like, it's one of the benefits of being a local is that we can, you know, we get oh, yeah. to take home stuff. People are like, shut up. <laughs> oh, I had leftovers from 8 East, from Lotus of Siam, right. uh, from Bizarre Meat, from Esther's oh, Kitchen. So I people, have People leftover- somehow think that we're rubbing it in their faces I, when I say that. That's, But that's why I'm not afraid to order a boatload yeah. oh, yeah, of food of because I'm like, oh, it's coming home. That's right. fine. You want to try everything? Try one of everything. It's all coming mm-hmm. home with us. Um, so yeah, I had his leftover pasta today, which I don't remember what the name of the pasta was, but it was like a a pork and truffled sauce. And normally, I will say this: usually when there's truffle involved, I'm scared now because everybody goes way overboard with it. Yeah, with the truffle. This was perfect. Good. It was delicious. It was awesome. So that was my tiny little lunch at like 1:30 this afternoon when I realized I hadn't eaten anything yet. Right. Um, but no, it was just, again, Esther's Kitchen. And the service is great. The staff is great. They know their stuff. They know their food. They pay attention to timing. They're awesome. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. And then I had to go home because I was dog-ass tired and you right. guys kept going. Yeah, we uh, we after that, we went to Resorts World and thoroughly checked out the place because I wanted to get Alistair's vibe on it. I've, I've shared on this show that I'm... I don't, I don't know if disappointed is the right word to use. I'm unimpressed with it. But because I have a place to compare it to in well, Circa. Circa, yeah. You know, so uh, like there are many things at Circa that are you can only get at Circa and it's 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 a really fresh new perspective on things. I just I am I'm, I'm I'm impressed with Circa. I'm unimpressed with the Resorts World. Uh the fleet of Rolls-Royces are already gone and the check-in area is just that's so bizarre like depending on what Well, the three different check-in areas. Right, yeah. right. So after that, we ended up, after thoroughly checking the place out, we ended up going to the Starlight on 66, which is their their uh, Skyfall Lounge, basically, uh, at, at the top. Or their of the, Legacy Club at the right, top, or their whatever. They have the, oh, the, the, the little lounge yeah. on the top of the property. And they had some pretty good, yeah, I should have should have got a picture of these for you, too. Uh, they had some pretty good cocktails there. Uh, it got a nice view. Uh, it it's they've got an outdoor area that you can go to uh, as you well. Got a, and they see. had a cigar lounge there, didn't you? Go to yeah, get a cigar. Yeah, after that we went to eight. I was talking about the oh. Starlight in sixty six first, though. Oh, sorry. I thought the, <laughs> no, but I thought the eight lounge was up on the top floor. Wasn't no, it? Uh-uh. Oh. no, it's right along the strip. It's it, you're sitting out on the strip, although you can't see anything because they've got they've got bushes. That's and what Alistair was up. telling me. Like they don't want to see. They all don't the, want you the blight over on the Tacos other side. El Gordo oh, while they're oh, enjoying your high end cigars. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. <laughs> but eight lounge, I highly recommend. Like this time, Tony, part of the menu. Is the uh, are the scars that they have available, and they'll bring them to you, cut them, light them. Um, we just sat out by the uh, by the. Well, and and Mark had had it like earlier of the week, a week before, whatever. Mark uh, might have been when I was in Dallas. Decided he, you know, he wanted a cigar, and he went to go get some. And all I got with this was this angry text from Mark saying, "I don't know what it is, but whenever I'm not with Tony, I get shit cigars. Like everything's bad." Yeah, and I knew that this was a good one. This is the Romeo and Julieta that that Tony's turned me on to, and I don't I don't know if it's me or Tony thinks that it might be the humidor. But like, I just cut it in a V shape, and it immediately started canoeing. I'm like, "What the fuck?" 
Uh, it's too bad. I don't know what. Yeah, you mean. And, and this, okay. This, I mean, so this is what oops. Tony feels like when we're talking about sports ball. Right. Everything that you just <laughs> said, I'm like, I what? exactly. <laughs> we're going to talk about this now for ten minutes, Karen. So you just sit there. And, <laughs> I'll drink my you know, wine. Aside, Mark, and, and we didn't, you know, because it's always so hard to to text. I usually will do voice to text when when possible because I can give a little bit more elaborate, right? You know, response back to you. But you know, certain things, if it's if it's canoeing, you know, you might just have a um. A, a, a bad light or there might be a just a part of the of the cigar that is and this is for listeners at home as well don't skip through this this is important to know if you ever get that part where it's canoeing which essentially means a part of it is burning but the other part is not so it starts to look like a canoe you just take your your butane torch and you can, usually can just uh slowly but carefully burn it all away and if the if the tobacco is 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 stuck together which is which is possible with the humidity and moisture and whatnot of the tobacco leaves it can get stuck together and start to act like glue which then the the heat and the fire can't permeate through Mm -hmm. you'll usually be able to just kind of burn through it and it'll catch through i was worried or i thought from your text messages that you were sending to me you were having a problem just keeping the damn thing lit i was i was also having that i uh, think i need to get a butane torch is what i need because i'm trying to light it with matches yeah yeah that's that's um that's usually what I find is, is sometimes you just got to light the shit out of that fucker at yeah, that end and just yeah. go to town on it to, to get it to f- fully catch. But, right. uh, but on the other hand, I also appreciate the fact that, uh, maybe I'm some sort of, uh, cigar God where you just can't, you can't go wrong. <laughs> I can't wait to, uh, to do eight, eight lounge with you. I thought it yeah. was one of the coolest things at resorts world. Yeah. I'm looking forward to giving that a try. Hell's yeah. bells. Yes. And then, like I said, we ended up going back to the boulevard pool for, uh, for some more cocktails at the, at the pool side there. And then on came Thursday, and we uh, Blondie. We had breakfast at Blondie's in the Miracle Mile shops. This is back by the uh, V Theater, or at least they used to call it that. It's back by the stripper bar. It was so good. I was really impressed with really? it. I ended up getting a Moco Loco, but they but the guys ended up. Uh, I don't remember what they got, but the guys they, they clean. Oh, oh, it's because uh, Mike C joined us. So oh, he, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot he, he joined uh, Alistair and I. Uh, for breakfast and yeah everybody cleaned their plates it was it was really good <laughs> well I, mean, I know I'm not fam- surprised uh, uh, Alistair has the advantage of height so he can eat as much as he wants and you don't notice it because <laughs> it just gets stretched out um, Mike sees a big dude yeah so that doesn't surprise me and you know you're you're not did you clean your plate too no i can't i was just saying well, for think one it's a moco loco and i've said before on this show not only do i love them but uh i usually when i go to and, and go out to eat them there's too much food and i eat too much and i get sick yeah well, that's um, true. because i so i i made the concerted effort to stop you know when i got <laughs> you know a huge piece of was rice it, that's still left was it as good as mine no, because yours is properly uh, <laughs> uh, portioned out. I make for, it exactly the way you like yeah, it, which awesome. is part of the problem. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was good. Blondie's, I highly recommend it. I want to go back for another meal, uh, not just breakfast. I want to try some of their other stuff. Okay. I've heard great things about them. I, I, was, I can't believe it took me this long, but it was, it was really good. So after that, we, I, I know we did something else. I think we hung out and played video poker somewhere for a while. But uh, we decided to go over to Caesars because for lunch we were going to have Gordon Ramsay's pub at Caesars. And while we were there, we ran into... Wait, there was one one reason you were going to Gordon Ramsay's pub. Scotch Eggs, yeah. Yes. Um, it was on the menu. Hold on, we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. Before we did that, we decided to sit down and uh, get some drinks at Caesars Sportsbook, uh, the bar that's right by the, the sports area or out front okay. of the sports area. Um, 
and we had the most chatty guy. You know what it reminded oh, me of? Yeah. It reminded me of that girl that at at Harrah's that we couldn't see. Oh, the dealer? Star. 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 Something like, yeah, she just wouldn't. Like, Hi, welcome. Good luck, everybody. Right. Every, oh, she was the most annoying. Yeah, and yeah. commenting on, you know, how you're playing your cards. This guy was doing everything like, hey, can you break a 20? Yeah. Pounding, nope, like it. pounding like, on it, oh. like with his fist, going. And what and, Alistair oh told God. me was he did it to every new person yes, that came yes, up to that's the what bar. I was just about to say is that yeah. is that he would tell the same jokes, the same bad jokes that he told to us. When new people sat down, he'd started his shtick all over again. Oh, so shit. we heard him saying the same shit all. Oh my God, it was so annoying. It was so <laughs> annoying. But after that, we ended up going to Gordon Ramsay's pub. We only went for the Scotch eggs, and we were informed that due to the pandemic, they didn't have the ingredients. Which, from my understanding, oh. is nothing. But, so hold on. But a hard-boiled egg, sausage, eggs. and breadcrumbs. They don't have, yeah, basically. So basically. they don't have eggs. They don't have sausage. Yeah. They don't have eggs. Do the egg wash and the breadcrumbs to dip it in in the deep fryer. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't have that. So, so, no. so what that is is they don't want to take the time to make them. Right. Because They're they may be delicious, but they are, they are a pain in the ass to make. Pre-assemble. I know. I, I said to Alistair, I need to challenge you to see if you can do No, I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> no, I, I will just say that right up front. I'm not doing it. Because there's so many ways you can screw up. You can overcook the egg. Because right. I know you like the eggs with the runny yolks in them, right? You don't just want the hard uh, I don't leg. recall. It's been so long since I've had one. Okay. So they normally they have a, a runny yolk, which is what you like. And then you got to wrap the sausage around it. Then you have to deep fry it and hope that you right. cook the sausage all the way through. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Right, well, anyways, we, we sat down and we made our drink order. And then I asked her, I'm like, I don't see the scotch egg on here. Do you guys, uh, is that still on the menu? And they're like, no. And we looked at the rest of the menu and I'm like, I don't want to eat here. The only reason I came here was for scotch. So I explained <laughs> to her, I'm like, I'm sorry. That's all we wanted was your scotch egg. So, um, can we just get the check for these drinks and we'll head out? So where'd you go? Uh, I ended up going over to the hot doggery, but I don't normally eat lunch. The reason I did it is because uh, I wanted to get a scotch egg. I, I later I was I was dropping Alistair off uh, for down for at Sarah, dinner, yeah. for bizarre meat, so I wasn't going to be able to have it for dinner. So I'm like, fuck it, we'll just do it for lunch. Which, like I said, I normally I normally don't eat lunch. So I delayed a couple hours, played some games or whatever, and then went back to the hot doggery for some more poutine, which was interesting. And apparently my mask and the way I look, because I've got a, a mask that just has corn across the front of it. Right. I had people recognizing me like, weren't you here yesterday ordering this? I'm like, <laughs> oh. yes, I actually was. <laughs> That's fantastic. That mask is very distinctive. Yes. Mm. There, I'm guessing there's not... Well, because we've been to a corn concert when you had it on, and people are like, where did you get that mask? Right. Which, hey, the corn website. Right. Sell. I know exactly. Um, I didn't I didn't make it. That's so, funny. So uh, <laughs> after that, we decided to go get cigars at Monte Cristo's at Planet Hollywood, and that's always so, a, an enjoyable... So, well, no, so that's the reason. So when I met Alistair for dinner that night, yeah. he just got water. He did not have a single cocktail the entire night, and I was like, what... That's not, Mike he's like, C was pushing it. Well, so what he said was Mike C had all of these comp, comp drinks. drinks, and he's like, I had like three cocktails yes. at Monte Cristo. I was like, oh, dude, okay. <laughs> all right. No, good. Maybe pace yourself. He did not order a single cocktail at Bizarre Meat, which wow. they have really good cocktails at Bizarre Meat, <laughs> which is part of the reason why Tony doesn't remember eating at Bizarre Meat. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, wow. 
but so so after that i dropped alistair off at sahara so you guys could enjoy bizarre meat at the property whose name that we don't speak to avoid promoting them in any way yes it's actually the only thing you're allowed uh, as far as uh, the only thing oh, i will I, allow you to, to i do. won't uh, again that for i say allow pl- playfully yeah supporting a friend i will not spend a dime in that property other than going to bizarre meat because yeah. it's just my absolute favorite restaurant and if you guys were saying the rumors are they're going to open a bizarre meet in Aria. That'd be amazing. Uh, then there's no reason for me no, to go to the property that will die. not be named. <laughs> um, I don't know how that would work to have two because they're they're not saying to, to close bizarre meet in the other property, just that they would open two. And I don't see how that would work, but yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Um, no, it was great. We we ordered a lot of the old classics. We got the gazpacho. We got the beef tartare. We got the sloppy joes. We got the uh, croquetas. Falafel. They don't have the falafel. <laughs> and I even asked them. That's the that I thought I might have been able to eat. Oh my God, <laughs> it's so good. And they don't know. They they still aren't making it again. And I'm like, oh look, you have the foie gras. I know you can help <laughs> with a waffle mix and peanut butter, honey, and peanuts. That's all you need. I, it's right there. They get credit just for that name. That's I'm like, I want to eat something called a falafel. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so ridiculously good and I miss it so bad. Um, so we, we had a whole list of classics. We ordered way too much food i couldn't eat enough but that means i have leftovers which is awesome um and it was just a good time and one of the things that again i was i was so excited for alistair to come back but i know i don't think he'll mind me saying he was a little concerned because he hadn't been here in so long okay and he and he hadn't been out in so long i mean the quarantine in in london it's ridiculous has been rough. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was completely shut down. It was open for a minute. It went completely shut. Like they've had three very distinct lockdowns and he just wasn't sure how he was going to do and what he's going to feel like. And he had a blast, at least from what he told me, I don't want to speak for him, but he said he had a blast. He had such a great time with all the food. Um, and I enjoyed it. Like, I feel like I've been saving up and I'm not going to eat for weeks <laughs> because of the amount of food that we I ate. went out today to see Mike. See, he's still in town. And I sat down and he's like, you want a beer? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I've been drinking massive amounts of beer. Well, you basically the last two weeks have been on your own little mini Vegas yes, vacation. It's true. So I was Alistair. like, I'm done. I'm drying out for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> and it just, it was so good to see him. And it was so much fun to, yeah, it was a blast to see what Vegas is through his eyes having yeah. been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I'm so, I just, I can't even tell you. I'm like, my heart is full of joy after having <laughs> Aww, spent so, so much cool. time with him. I, I just can't even, yeah. well, I mean, Tony, it's like when, when, you know, you and your wife came back after so yeah. long and we got to spend so much time together cause we hadn't seen you. And this was an even, even longer amount of time without seeing Alistair. And, and quite frankly, I was spoiled because the last time he was here, he was here like every six weeks and I wasn't working and he wasn't working. So we were just doing whatever we wanted, whenever right. we wanted. So it's, <laughs> it's very different, but yeah, it was so much fun. I think you said it to me. You said I, I you kind of refell in love with, with the city in a different way because I, you know, I've been doing this show for so long that I, I looked at things through a different lens and this time I felt like I was just a tourist again yeah. uh, in, in the city and enjoying things that have been on my list like blondies, you know, for so long. Like going, I, I was I was ticking off box after box right. of things that that I wanted to do. And I, I got to do them with Alistair. It was it was awesome. The only the only negative is Thursday gaming was 
ice cold for me. Yeah. Like it was like it reminds me of uh, the movie Rounders where he says, "Man, I caught a frozen wave of cards that you read about." I, that that just kept going through my head. It is I'm like I can't believe this. this I just caught a wave of frozen cards, Not but good. Uh, it, it 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 rebounded a bit today. It's a little bit more back to normal, but uh, I, I was due to get an ass beaten. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> and then these what notes uh, we've already time. gone over these, so uh, let's move on. All right. Well, uh, we got a PayPal uh, karma donation. So why don't you talk about that, Karen? So this is from our friend Mike C. Um, and he writes, karma, karma donation for my upcoming trip. 20 plus years of going to Vegas, and this will be my first solo trip. So I have to call him out a little bit on this because I think this is his first trip without his dear wife, Lene. Uh, not his first. And it wasn't a solo trip because he's here with a bunch of friends. No, he's not. Well, I thought he was coming out for like a buddy's party, like a bachelor party, guy's trip, something. Uh, not that I'm aware of. That's what I thought. No, he's just <laughs> been playing. He's, he's trying to keep his, uh, his diamond plus status, so he, he needed to play to a certain amount to be able to, to keep that. Before so maybe just strike all of that last part from the record and thank Mike for his karma donation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly sounds like um, it was a good time. It, to, it's fun to get to hear the stories behind the posts that you guys were putting out you know, over these last, say, 10 days or thereabouts, 14 right. days of um, of what we've been seeing on Twitter to actually get to hear the stories. And, uh, and so now as you were talking about them it certainly put in perspective a little bit better what i was looking at what i was seeing um you know as always alistair has such a wonderful dry british wit about his his posts so it was always fun to kind of get to see his um you know some of his little chides here and there but by and large it sounded like he had just a wonderful time and and i get why this was it was fun to get to live through you guys on on both Twitter and in this in this trip review, it's just well, it's one of those things where. Never mind. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> I'll just go on and ramble. I'm almost done with my. Yeah. Your wine. That's that's really <laughs> your stopping point. You need to stop. Right? Can, no, can no it's not even that. No, I have plenty to. I, I've been refilling because the bottle is sitting next to me. But oh, I'm looking at the really? bottle, going. I haven't eaten dinner, and I probably oh. need to stop talking. <laughs> then let me let me bring this train into the station. That's going to do it for episode number 382. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. (laughs) 